what's in your mind for you and for I. I'm trying to decide when you look in your eyes, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides, but your feelings inside you. I'm pushing Ladies and gentlemen, inside the RV episode 16. Let's get it. What's good, man? Hey, we consistent, bro. We consistent with it. Let's 16 go. weeks, week over week, month over month. That's pretty crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy to think about. Uh, you're listening to Inside the RV. This is a podcast about entrepreneurship, self-development, work ethic, and becoming the best version of yourself. You are joined by your two hosts. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Moore. And I'm Ryan Ramirez, R&B artist. Together, we are an artist manager and artist duo. I'm the artist manager. I deal with all the business stuff, conducting all the deals sales pitching, writing everything, dealing with the business end, the money, all that good stuff. And Ryan is the artist. He's out here making records 24-7. And dude, I just got to drop the bomb and say that Ryan's got like a hard drive full of (laughs) absolute bangers that I am so stoked on. And all I got to say is uh, 2021 is going to be a goddamn good year. Yeah, this was the setup year, I think. Yeah. It was, this is the get ready year, I feel yeah, like. Yeah. But we'll say, we'll probably say that next year too. But it's all <laughs> we're going to be like multimillionaires. Yeah. We're still setting up. Yeah. We're still setting up. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Well, to speak, to speak on that, on, on the setup year and everything, I'd say we put in a lot of work this year, oh, man. 100%. We, we, we be putting in lots of work. And that's kind of what today's topic revolves around a little bit. Cause anytime you're starting a business or any entrepreneurial journey, an entrepreneur is simply, this was my favorite definition that I learned in business school. Entrepreneurship is simply the undertaking of a new venture under conditions of extreme uncertainty, right? Mm. So you going out on a rainy day to sell lemonade or whatever, mm. you're, you're being an entrepreneur. You're, yeah. That's entrepreneurship, right? Mm. It's uncertain. I don't know if there's going to be people there. The main component of entrepreneurship is risk. So, And that doesn't even have to involve money or whatever. Like If you're just going out to get signatures on something or anything or you just have a cool creative project you want people to listen to, you're an entrepreneur. Mm. And that's dope. That's dope. So, guys, when it comes to entrepreneurship... And th- this this episode's tailored a little bit more towards music artists just because mm-hmm. I think a lot of our episodes have been uh, like general great advice and insight and ideas for anybody. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to talk a-, a little bit more in depth about mine and Ryan's come up because there was a lot of work. There was a ton of daily, daily work, these tedious little things. I'm talking spreadsheets, Ryan watching millions of YouTube videos to learn how to mix all of his music, all yeah. this crazy. There was so much little day-to-day work that went in. As, and, we, and we haven't even scratched the surface yet. Like, I'm sorry, but like yeah. we have a long, 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 long way to go. Yes, but yes. So far, as you're saying. Yes. Sorry, I was to cut you off, but... Well, well, okay, yes. Just had to preface that. No, sure, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I, I think the work is just going to be different. Yeah. Like in a year or two, there's still going to be mass amounts, probably more work, but it's going to be different. Like the mm-hmm. decision making is going to be different. But yeah. check it out. I moved into the 21st century once again. I should just get us like a sick iPad with an RV on it. Yeah. I actually just keep forgetting to print out the agenda. I like having a, yeah. <laughs> a piece of paper now. with it. Yeah, we got digital. Future. We're using technology to our advantage Uh-oh. because the AI have taken over. Ryan, what are you talking about? <laughs> initiate kill sequence actually damn technology just failed us and this ain't working kill the artist yeah just give it like five seconds (laughs) this is a 2015 mac so oh here we go upgrade so here's what we're going to go in on guys today i want to talk about doing the dirty work doing the dirty work okay like i said it's geared towards music artists you know um but i think generally speaking anyone can understand this but uh mm-hmm. in life you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to do the dirty work mm-hmm. it's the little tedious shit that no one likes to do mm-hmm. 
or if you like to do it, it's just that day-to-day grind. It's, it's what you do. Some people call it the bitch work. The, the okay? monotony. The monotony, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's all of that action and all of those little things that compound into great results as we've mm. spoken about. For me, it's emailing hundreds, probably at this point, almost thousands of different playlist curators, mm-hmm. uh, editors on blogs, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram influencers, TikTok influencers, uh, all types of people trying to collaborate with us. For Ryan, it's spending hours and hours singing every day and mm-hmm. mixing and mastering his own music, even when he doesn't want to. Yeah. Even when I don't want to. Yeah. It's all those little things that you do day to day that, let's just be completely honest, no one really gives a shit about because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the result. It brings the result. And as we've spoken, like results are, are king. Mm-hmm. The result is what's the most important thing. But these are those little, little things that you do for days and probably years. It's like, it's like what me and Jacob were talking about before this, actually, like when you go to the studio, it's kind of boring because it's just, you know, it, it sounds like it would be cool to go to the studio and watch the artists record and write and everything, but it's just very tedious. It's hours just sitting yeah. in there, very slow sometimes. Like not, you, you can't really expect yeah. the magic just to come out like every five seconds and everything. Yeah. It might, there might be moments, but it's like, it gets boring. You know, it's, it's not, yeah. it's, it's not sexy. Well, especially as a visitor. We, we were talking about like if you're a visitor in a music yeah. studio or something and you're like, yeah, I'm in the studio, dude. Like yeah. if you're watching everybody else work and shit, like you're just going to be bored. Yeah, for sure. That's why when people like talk about like, oh, I would love to just sit in a studio and sit in a studio for hours. It's like, dude, unless you're like a, Making, an engineer or an yeah. artist on the come up or something, like a regular person would probably get bored in the studio, oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, for, for other things outside of music, sometimes dirty work is like buying and selling shit on eBay and Craigslist to make a little bit of money. I've done shit like that, flipped mm. things off of Craigslist and eBay and all that, trying to, trying to make a little bit of dough. That's applicable to any industry, whatever it is. But look, the bottom line is that as a music artist, before you have a team, okay, and even in Ryan and I, like we have a team, but it's like 90% of it, Probably, probably less than that. Sticks helps us out a lot and our, yeah. our other team members help us out a lot, you know, but for the most part, Ryan and I, the day-to-day work mm-hmm. is like mostly us. Yeah, 100%. I mean, even this podcast, like Ryan and I set up this whole fucking mm-hmm. podcast on our own. The school tour, we the did s- everything on our own. I'm going to get into that. Oh, yeah, go We're going to get into the school tour. We're going to get into the school tour, but you know, as a music artist, when you're building your team, there's tons of little things that eventually you're going to be able to delegate but for now, you just got to chief it out. Okay, this can be managing your own social media. And, and, and it's so funny because like to a regular person, managing social media, what do you mean? It's like, dude, there's so much to managing social media from like content creation to using the correct hashtags to ensuring that you, you're even putting stuff in front of your audience that they'll like. Mm-hmm. To, Consistency, algorithms. Yes. Image, yes. everything. It, Engagement. <laughs> I just keep, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're so right, dude. I should just shut my mouth and let you talk, like actually talk. But yes, you're right. Um, emailing playlists and blogs, as I said, like I take over all the business stuff and Ryan takes over all the creative stuff. Like I don't ever really sit down and give my two cents to Ryan about music unless he asks me. Otherwise, I'm not in here going, yeah, that was a great melody on the first verse, you and, know? And I think it took us a minute to get there. Yeah. Because I think in the beginning, the first, what is it, it's been like, what, two and a half years now? I two say. years, six months, four days, and three hours. Exactly. So mm-hmm. the first two day, two months, or two, <laughs> <laughs> so the first, I don't know, year and a half or uh, whatever, I think I was very like, I need to be hands-on with everything Jacob's doing. And then you were also just like, I need to be 
I need to have up my ear in the creative part of it a little totally. more and everything. Yeah. The you know everything. So I think we were both kind of doing both in a way. But now I'm. I think we're both confident in each other. Hundred percent. Which is super key in the team, by the way, to have confidence in the other person that they're gonna deliver on their part. And I think we've kind of we've kind of reached that. Totally. Going forward, that's just kind of what it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, I respect what you do, and you respect what I do, and I think that's just like a, a dope thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And like I said, people, you're going to get to that point. Yeah. Like like right now, it's pretty much all the work is split between me and Ryan. I said pretty much all of it because, yeah. you know, like I'm not, you know, turning a blind eye to like the team, like Joseph and everybody that helps us. Like we have like, we have killer people that are yeah. on our team that work with us. But like I said, like the day-to-day stuff. But we're masterminding it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And that, that and the day-to-day stuff is, is yeah. really just us. But, um, Man, it can be a lot, but um, I, I just want to say that the best way, if you're an up-and-coming artist and you don't have a team, you don't have a person that you can rely on, and that's another por- important part, because you might have friends who are like, yeah, let me hit me up if you need help. Yeah. We've had a million people say, hey, hey, hit me up if you need someone to, to do like security on a show or whatever. It's like, dude, like you can't, tr- you just, yeah. you really, it takes a long time to build a bond and and really be able to trust people with like the day to day like really important stuff like that. So, yeah. um, if you're a music artist, I think first and foremost you're coming up. You don't even have a manager. Let's say it's just you. Number one, this aside from music is just a personal um, ability that you need to develop. You need to develop to just be successful in anything, and that is effective time management. Yeah. That is unbelievable effective time management. Okay. Ryan Ryan's got a day job and Ryan has a family and he's got mm. other things that he has to do and he likes to work out so he can look good and feel good mm. while he performs and when he's taking pictures he looks good and mm. I have a family and I have things that I do at my house and other things and all this stuff and so like if you can't even manage life that's what I'm talking about. Life is doing dishes. Life is doing laundry. Life is helping your mom bring in the groceries or whatever and mowing the lawn and all that. If you can't even manage that mm-hmm. effectively with your time, good luck being a music artist. Yeah, and even if you're like married and have kids, that's like a whole other thing too. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. But I've seen artists do it. Big artists who are married yeah. and have kids and they still kill it. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah. because they're, they're able to manage it effectively. Yeah. They're, they're masters at being able to maximize their time while they're doing a particular task. And so I think an important part of that is having kind of a daily routine that you can stick to. And Ryan could talk about this <laughs> like a mother effort because um, this guy is a beast with time management. So how can you kind of go into your day-to-day? What's like a typical morning for you? And what was your life like before you got your shit together? Okay. Okay. So now my typical day is pretty much I wake up around 7, maybe 8 sometimes. Um have my coffee, I come into this RV, and I start reading. A new book, old book, whatever it is, I just read, like, a chapter, two chapters, whatever. Um, I used to be very strict on, like, two chapters, but then I started reading books that were, like, one chapter is, like, 60 pages and shit, and I'm like, I'm not wasting my whole morning, like, reading two chapters. So I kind of feel it out, but I read. Um, After that, I, I do a little meditation. And keep in mind, I really try to not look at my phone at all during this whole time period. Even when I, w- especially when I wake up, I don't look at my phone. I'll turn off the alarm and I'll put my phone in the drawer or whatever, and I'll, I'll come in here and I'll, I'll work or I'll, I'll read and everything. So I read, meditate for about fifteen minutes, and I, I've, I use that time to really visualize what I want with my life, who I want to become. I just start visualizing the life that I want mm-hmm. and the artist I want to be, the person I want to be, etc. Um, and I use that time. 
I think that's like the most important part of my day because it sets the tone for everything in that day and I feel happier when I do it. Um, and then after that, I usually do, I usually work out in this RV, resistance bands, chest, you know, abs, everything. I have my routine I do. Then after that, I do a little studying. I'll like listen to new songs. If it's like a Thursday or a Friday, like today, um, I'll go through a lot of the new R&B, new pop songs. I kind of study what they're doing songwriting wise, et cetera, mixing, whatever it is. Um, and then after that, I will go inside and I'll dance. I'll try to do like at least two hours. Sometimes I'll do even more. Um, I try to get minimum two hours though of dancing, studying, you know, what someone like Chris Brown is doing, Michael Jackson, et cetera. Um, start dancing and getting better with that choreography and everything. Um, then I'll have some lunch or whatever. I had breakfast. I skipped breakfast. <laughs> I'll put breakfast in there. Um, and then I'll start doing vocal exercises for like an hour. It's like an hour like of the routine I have. Like It's like breathing exercises and vocal exercises. I'll do that. And then I'll start working on records. And in between all that stuff too, I, I do shit that me and Jacob have to do or we kind of like talk about or Instagram stuff or, you know, marketing or whatever it is. So that's all in between of that. Um, and I pretty much just do that like every single day. Like I think it's not always that order exactly, but it's always just those like five things like read, um, study, promote stuff, um, dance, workout, vocal exercises and breathing, practice singing, and then work on songs. And in between all that, you're living life. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's a balance for sure. But those are like the seven things that like I really try to do every day, even if it's just like 30 minutes. Like I just have to, you know. Well, okay. What year did you begin like taking music seriously? Music? Yeah. So that's a good question because I would say that I thought I took it seriously uh -huh. um, about three years ago, four years uh -huh. ago. I'll say three and a half. Um, but I really started taking it seriously like a little over a year ago where it's where I was like, okay, I'm really, I'm really going in now. Right now EP, mm. right? 2019, late 2019 was like before that. I would say when we started really working with sticks, that's when things kind of, that was like a couple months before right now then. Right. Because yeah, it was like right before the right now EP. Okay. Yeah. Right before the right now EP and before the school tour. Um, so I would say like summer mm -hmm. of last year, mm -hmm. So a little over a year. Okay. How different is your ability to manage your time well and to be able to structure your day to maximize your mm -hmm. actions? How different is that now from from that point when we started working with sticks? Dude, it's literally night and day. Yeah. And like what I always talk about, I owe, I owe it to like the powerless, bro. Uh -huh. Like the powerless just, it helped me create a schedule for my day. Mm -hmm. It helped me really use time as much as like to the most potential I could, like for each skill that I needed to get better at, mm -hmm. um, which is a simple list, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it sounds, it sounds so lame and sounds so like weird, but it's just like, it's crazy how that just really changed everything for me. Because like I said before, um, I talked about this in another podcast. I was so overwhelmed because it was like, okay, I'm trying to be a huge, huge artist. But without a schedule and a list of things to do every day, I was kind of just going with the flow with like the day or whatever, what I felt like working on, what I felt like doing, practicing. Um, and it was like, I was overwhelmed because it's like, how am I going to get to this area when there's so much more risk because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not studying the right things. I'm not, I'm not managing my time. I'm not, I'm not practicing things on a daily basis in a routine because if I, when I didn't have that, I was just struggling, bro. Like I, I didn't, I was overwhelmed. 
It's like, how am I going to do this? So once I locked in on that, what we're talking about, then I think things really changed for me. And, um, you know, you see it in me and same vice versa. Like I, I see it in you, you know, when that changed for you as well. <clears throat> when it changed for me, you know, cause I've, I've always been a yes man. Mm. I've always been the guy who Jacob, can you stay a couple extra hours on your shift? Whatever. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, can you take over this portion of our project and our business class? But yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Let's. I always want to take on and put a lot of food on the plate. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, let, let's do it. I'm hungry. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And so that was great until I reached a breaking point, mm -hmm. right? Multiple times in college. <laughs> really reached a breaking point. And even outside of college, I think most people reach that point to where they have to stop and be like, fuck, dude, am I doing too much? Mm -hmm. I think that happens uh, in your late teens, early 20s, from like 18 to 22, life completely changes right there. Probably again around the time you turn 30, I would guess, because mm -hmm. like that's kind of when people get married and stuff. And then, of course, you got like a midlife crisis or whatever. And so you're going to experience that stuff a lot. Yeah. Uh, for me you know, experiencing, reaching like my breaking point and all that, I will say that a major cause of it was because I didn't have the powerless. I didn't have the discipline to structure my day. Um, and therefore I wasn't giving myself the opportunity or setting myself up correctly to really, really go in and succeed in what I wanted to be. Mm. So, you know, it's like setting up for like a, like Olympic swimming, like when mm. Michael Phelps and all those other guys are, are s sitting on the, diving board or whatever the hell it yeah. is they are in a perfect position yeah. in order to maximize the amount of energy pushed through their legs to get them into the water and mm. so when you don't have a great setup in your life those laps are going to be a thousand times harder mm. for me the power list my friend marcos showed me the power list and then i showed it to ryan and mm. so ryan was way more disciplined from the jump i think you've always just been a little more disciplined than me i think i'm catching up <laughs> i think you're still more disciplined i, I than think me. we're on the same level good man <laughs> but um yeah and so so what the powerless did for me and just structuring my day in general two things happened number one i was able to avoid parkinson's law which is something i want to talk about in a minute mm -hmm. and so i was able to avoid that and i was also able to make sure that while i was doing certain things i was maximizing the output from it mm -hmm. so parkinson's law is you know the law that whatever task you have that task the amount of time it takes is going to fill up whatever time frame you give yourself for it mm. so if you tell yourself i have 12 hours to get the vocals done on this song it's going to take you all 12 hours yeah but if you tell yourself i i've only got two hours to do this you're going to do it in two hours 100 and 99.99 percent of things in life parkinson's law applies i think some things are out of your control or whatever it mm -hmm. is where obviously you know shit happens but um I was guilty of that like a mother effort, dude. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my assignment in, in school. And school was like a good thing for me personally that helped me like shape yeah. my work ethic and realize all this and working with you and a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, so by using the power list and just a list in general and, and having super specific excuse me, things that I had to get done every single day, I was able to put them into a particular time frame and and avoid parkinson's law yeah and then also i was able to take each of those tasks and say okay now that i have a specific thing to do and a specific time frame i now need to put in the amount of work that is going to give me the optimal output mm -hmm. so 
like you can playlist you can email playlist curators for 12 hours and email like you know a thousand of them or whatever but maybe you're just like copying and pasting the same sales pitch or yeah. you could just go in for like two hours and send personalized messages and things like that it's, so it's working hard and smart yes like you need both yeah i think people pick one or the other but it's like you need both mm-hmm. it's like quality and quantity in my opinion like i think you need both you need consistent quantity mm-hmm. but you also need quality yeah so maybe that's maybe that's just how it is now with the internet because it's so flooded with material and everyone's trying to do something like you need both like it's come yeah. to that point yeah you know i agree I agree, and, 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 oh, God, Ryan and I have been through this a million times. Should we sacrifice the quality of our Instagram posts to to post? Like, yeah, it's still ongoing, to make sure that we post, like, seven days a week uh, and try to engage the audience, like, multiple times a week, or should we just kind of post, like, one time a week, but it's, like, a fire picture, you know? So it's, like, quality over quantity, quantity, you know? Well, it's, it's just crazy how the mind works again because I think over time you start subconsciously getting better, at things like I, I I'm at the point now where I think like I'm 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 pretty excited about like our Instagrams and everything. Like, Me too. Like I feel like we're able to crank out shit pretty fast and it's like pretty quality shit. You know what I mean? It could always grow. It could always be better. You know I'm not saying I'm ready to ready to go with it, but yeah. it's like I'm confident now over two years ago when we're just scrambling to try to. And the lighting was all messed up in our picture, but we didn't know. Yeah. It's like little things, you know? Yeah. Before we had sticks. Ex- exactly, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. outfit, whatever it is. Yeah. Let's get back to the main topic here. So, you know, you're going to have to do the bitch work. You're going to have to do the dirty work. One way that you can really help yourself get through that, manage your time effectively. Yeah. I want to give you guys a little story on the school tour for everybody listening. Okay, so Ryan, uh, earlier this year embarked on his second school tour which was a tour around a bunch of middle and high schools all around southern california in all i think you did over a hundred in both school tours maybe or close to 100 that? schools was it close to that or well i thought so, it was- so this is like the second and a half because okay. because the year before this one i really i did try to do it again uh-huh. but i did like five or six schools that's right so it was like random okay but so this was like the second and a half one okay but i think total probably like I would say like 70. Okay. I thought it was like 40, 50 the first time and then 20, 30 the second time. It was like something like something that. Like a, okay. So we went around and did it. And the first time Ryan like pitched all the schools, when, I wasn't even working with Ryan when he was doing this. This guy had blonde hair, a black denim jacket and a guitar and was like, what's good? <laughs> he was and, actually filming my covers at my grandma's house. Yeah. With like a camcorder. So shit. I was involved and I think I went to one or two of the performances. I think you went to, to the help Walker out. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I was involved, but I wasn't like on Ryan. That's so funny, bro. But I wasn't like on Ryan's team. Hey, by the way, go on Ryan's YouTube channel and go look at like the old ass videos. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm in a couple of them yeah. when you like first moved to LA and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, we wanted to make it happen. We knew that he was going to get a lot of Instagram followers from it. He knew th- We both knew that it would be a cool thing for the community too. Just one of those things where it's like, yo, we're going out. We get some exposure. These kids get something dope because let's be real. Like when you're at school like and some shit like that's happening, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Like that's cool. That's a memory. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, we got some BMX riders coming to school or like yeah. the, mag- the magicians coming to school <laughs> or that lady who would show us paintings and shit. And she'd always ask someone to press the button. The imagination machine? <laughs> so, that's what it was called? That was, a, that was an elementary school. Yeah, Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like reminiscing on our childhood now. We're only 20, bro. You just pulled that from the, the depths of my mind right now. Dude, I just nostalgia it everywhere right now. Um, so we wanted to make it happen. Ryan is an up-and-coming artist. I'm an up-and-coming music manager. I mean, this was like... Mm-hmm. 
this was only earlier in this year. Like, we booked them all late 2019. Mm-hmm. We embarked on the school tour early 2020. If you talk to February 2020 Jacob and November 2020 Jacob, like, I could probably beat the shit out of my old <laughs> self right now. You know, emo- you know, on everything, work ethic, no. But, um, yeah, it was a different time, and we had to put in that work, and we're still doing that day-to-day. But basically, we did everything, okay? We did everything in the heat, there were days where it was so damn hot. We didn't have money to pay anyone else. And I'm not sitting here bitching. Oh, it was so hard. Like we had to put on our own school tour and perform in front of hundreds of kids. Like, no, what we did was dope. Like mm. what we do is dope. I'm yeah. not saying that it was hard work, but what I'm saying is that in the absence of having a tour manager and a person and a business manager or everything, I did all that. I pitched everything and we didn't have a person who could necessarily we had sticks actually sticks helped us out a lot with that but there was no one on site really to watch ryan's performance and Mm -hmm. say like hey for the second lunch you need to do this or whatever sticks helped us out a ton with the school Mm -hmm. tour but we were missing like a lot of resources that like obviously the big names have and everything so we did it all ourselves yeah i think let's let's go like a day-to-day the setup (laughs) oh that's what i wanted to get to okay the setup for the school tour ryan and i spent twelve hundred dollars of our own money he put in 600 i put in 600 Mm -hmm. looking back on the financial decision i wish we would have bought used equipment because (laughs) just from like a financial perspective like did you just hear a phone oh that was my chain right there oh my gosh apple has like infiltrated my head dude (laughs) steve jobs is in there like hello yeah but um Okay, so we had to set up, like, everything. So we had these two 15-inch JBL speakers, stands, like, 50-foot XLR cables, this Yamaha 8-channel mixer or whatever it was. And, like, we went and bought all that shit. I, like, drained my savings account. I'm pretty sure you did the same. And we were just like, F it, we're going to go out on a limb. I don't know if this is going to make financial return right now. Once again, being an entrepreneur, there's always risk that you're going to bear. And we just went out there and did that shit, dude. We had to carry this fat-ass crate that Ryan's dad gave us with, like, all the equipment. We had sandbags in it, so it was heavy as fuck because... Oh, and we had your banner. I was going to say, let's talk about the banner, bro. I think, like, the, the, the audio setup, that's cool. We it did was it. fun. It was fun to set up. Yeah. You know, you, you like rolling up cords and everything, whatever. The banner, though, Cable with management. the windy days... Oh. Ryan has this like eight by 10 foot banner with Ryan on it when he used to look like a European music artist. <laughs> like, yeah, like his face was shaven and like super clean cut. And he had like these like Scott Storch sunglasses on. And like yeah. it totally, like, look, school tour Jacob and Ryan versus Jacob and Ryan today is like yeah, two different people, 100%. two different sets of people. And he had this banner that we got from this place that I go to. And they're like, okay, like the banners are cheap and good quality. But the stands are absolute shit. Don't shout them out because then they're going to have to give us a check. <laughs> okay, okay. But I won't, I won't. But yeah, so like the stand on the banner broke like 50% of the time. And then I had to go like buy balloon string to like tie the banner to like the sandbags. And there was like one performance where it like almost fell on him and I had to like grab yeah. it because he's performing in front of it, you know? And then like I asked I asked some kid one time, I was like, hey kid, you want to be a part of our team? He was like, boy, do I? And I was like, all right, cool. Stand here for 45 minutes and hold this banner right here. He was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he like stood there and held it, yeah. you know? And like, it was the little things like that, but. Bought balloon string to like. Yeah. J- j- to I'll, rig it up. I'll, like I'm so grateful for Jacob, man, because I would have never thought of doing that. You thought of the balloon string tied yeah. to the sandbag, and it worked. Because yeah. there was that one time we were at, I think it was Yorba Linda Middle School, yeah. and we were in the middle of, like, the baseball field mm-hmm. in the grass. In the at wind- Reagan School? Yeah. Okay, yeah. My stepbrother Reagan, it was a school. And um, the wind was blowing, bro. <laughs> the wind was just 
Oh my god, it was blowing, and it was in the middle of like a, like a. It looked like a park. Yeah, like their, their 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 field was huge. Their field was. It looked like a park. So like the wind was just going. Open wind. Yeah, and so like the whole time before we were stressing about that banner. Yeah. Until like the moment of like the bell rang, we finally got it, and I yeah. think there was a couple times you like held it or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. No, literally, I like the banner fell down like three times, and on the third time, I went Ryan. It's off. We're not doing it. We're not doing the banner. He went Jacob. We're doing the banner because the banner like made the show. It was like the backstage too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we had all the audio set up. Like, like the um, like the control station was behind the banner, and the banner just looked fucking badass yeah, too. Yeah. And then we had the speakers. Like it was a dope setup, like a super dope yeah. setup. And then Ryan was like, "Hey Jacob, we can do this." And it was like a coming of age early two thousands movie where like in a mon <laughs> in a montage. <laughs> hey, yeah, you think we're ever gonna do school tour again? maybe <laughs> see you around bud early 2000s coming of age no that's literally what happened though and ryan was like hey jake and i went yeah ryan he went we can do this and then like all american rejects started playing and in like a 30 second montage we like rigged yeah. it up or whatever but, but it's, um, it's crazy because that i think that was one of our best shows at the yeah. tour oh yeah those so kids it's went crazy, crazy how like when things go wrong like if you just push through it like yeah. there's something good right after it you know yeah yeah so there it is. So we put in tons of work on that and we had to do the little, little tasks. And, you know, leading up to that, like Ryan was dancing weekly, like at the rec center that I worked out yeah. with sticks. Like we booked him out a dance studio like twice a week. And I was emailing and sales pitching like mad schools in SoCal. Like I like like public information is available to anyone. So you can find a spreadsheet of every single public building or school in your state so i just went online and i found a spreadsheet of every middle high school elementary school special education school whatever it is mm -hmm. online with all the contact info of every administrator and so i went through a ten thousand, you know thing like row whatever and so that's just what i want to get across is as an up-and-coming artist there are so many little little things that you are going to have to do by yourself mm -hmm. and a lot of times you're going to want to give up there, yeah. there were times where, because sending a cold like email pitch or a phone call or whatever, especially to a school administrator who's like getting pitched all types of like, you know, mm. well, the imagination machine. They want <laughs> like people are trying to make money and do like assemblies for the kids and whatever. Like there came to a point where I had compiled my spreadsheet of LA and Orange County schools and every day I drove to five schools. Mm -hmm. And my car doesn't get good gas mileage. I drive like a big ass V8 Ford Expedition. Yeah. Like I get like 10 miles to the gallon. And so that was part of the dirty work and we just had to put it put in that work and i had to manage my time effectively and um i know ryan was doing the same on his part and man i just got to say that if you're an up-and-coming artist who's really taking it seriously number one you need to do everything like by any means necessary so if mm -hmm. that means driving to the schools finding that 10,000 row spreadsheet condensing it into you know schools in your county whatever it is if that means dancing multiple hours multiple times a week all that stuff all that if you're really taking it seriously, you're going to have to do it mm -hmm. and um, get ready. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Because everybody does it. Drake, mm -hmm. uh, Drake Bell right now, I think he did a, a school tour or whatever. That just made me think of that. But like yeah. all these dudes you hear about, like everybody has a come up story. Mm -hmm. And the reason I mentioned like Drake is because he's the biggest artist. He still has a come up story. The yeah. Jonas Brothers have an insane come up story. Like mm -hmm. everyone had a point where they had to put in that work. Bro, even Justin Bieber was doing school tours like when yeah. he first started. And like before he was even like popping, popping. Mm -hmm. I think he had like that song one time or mm -hmm. whatever. Like it was like his first single. And he was doing, like, I heard he was doing mad school tours yeah. and, like, 
radio interviews, like, I think he was doing, like, 10 a day. Wow. Like, every day and shit. Like, he was just, like, going in. And I remember seeing, like, a, I don't know if it was a documentary or, like, an interview or something, but um, his team was talking about how, like, like yeah, Justin, like, did every single interview. He did every, he brought his guitar. He sang, he sang at every single interview. Yeah. He worked his ass off. It wasn't just, like, he got lucky and he became a star. Like, yes, he had, you know, a path and a couple of connections or whatever, but he could have easily been that kid that just was, was like lazy and like, Oh, I'm a good artist. Like I don't, I don't really have to do all these interviews and everything, but he did it anyways. And like that just catapulted him into like this superstar, this special putting in that day to day work. <clears throat> I'm telling you guys is going to level you up because mm-hmm. you're going to meet other artists who aren't doing the same. And you're going to be able to tell that, and and I don't care if I sound like a dick. Yeah. Like when you're putting in more work than somebody, you're on a different level than them. And it, here, sorry. And here's the thing I realized, dude. Like, even the Justin Bieber thing. Like, yeah, he did all these interviews and everything. It's so easy to say, like, when you're an upcoming artist or you know you haven't really had the experience yet, to say, oh, I would have done that too. That's eat. Like, I, I'm I'm passionate. Like, oh, I would get a radio too. interview. I'd yeah, do t- yeah, I would do ten a day. But go, it's like go get ten a day. But it's then. like, <laughs> but it's like. When you're in that moment, it's a completely different experience, yeah. because we're naturally all lazy. No matter like, no matter what, like when you get into even me, bro, like the school tour, there were some schools where I was like, I would rather do anything than perform at the school right now because yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, because we would wake up early and shit too, like seven a.m. sometimes and shit. So it's like, I even had times like that where I was, you know, I was um. I had a desire to do the school tour and I was excited about it, but when it came down to it and the days came by, I was like oh my god i would rather do anything than perform right now like yeah. literally i'm tired like yeah we did two we did three or four this week already and i'm just like drained yeah singing back-to-back days the setups with like two and the teardowns and everything so it's like but you got to push through it anyway so what i'm saying is like it's so easy to say that when you're looking outside in but when you're in it even though it's music and it's a cool thing like it's still it's still a job and it's draining oh so. it's work yeah it's work that most people wouldn't do <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but they wish they wish they had the result or the benefit of 100%. it. 100%. Man. Practical steps for doing the dirty work and managing your time and all that stuff. First off, I just got to say, you know, you're going to be doing all this tedious work and all that. And by the way, there's so many resources. Like, don't fret. Don't, don't be like, oh, this is going to be so hard. Like, dude, it's easier than ever for an independent music artist to build their career. Mm-hmm. So, number one, uh, enjoy it. Like, even though those days in the school tour, school tour were hard and we didn't get paid. I just yeah. want to put that out there, yeah. too. We, we didn't get paid for the mm-hmm. school tour. And I'm, like, not ashamed of that or anything. Like, what we did was dope. It, we got, like, tons of exposure. It was cool. Um, but, yeah, that would have been another cool thing if we got paid. And trust me, I hustled hard, like, to try to get paid for it, too. Like, yeah. talking to administrators. But, like... We didn't really have the leverage. Well, yeah, we didn't. And at the end of the day, I was just like, F it, let's just do these shows. They're all in Orange County anyways. Yeah. But um, we enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Like, like it sucked, and then right when the music started, duh, mm-hmm. double R. Oh, wait, double R wasn't even a thing then. We bo- it wasn't born yet. Because we're living it right now. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that's what we were on. We were on the Right Now EP. Yeah. Um, we enjoyed the hell out of it, dude. Like, the mm-hmm. second you got on stage and the music started, I, my shoulders dropped, and I was like, oh, this is why we do this. Yeah. This is sick. And the second that you finish that song or you release that record or you finally play that show or you get those Instagram likes or whatever it is, you're going to be like, wow, mm-hmm. that was worth it. Yeah. So enjoy it. And it's going to be something cool to look back on. Like Ryan and I are going to be talking about the school tour probably for the rest of our lives. Yeah. That's actually the pinnacle of his career. <laughs> <laughs> that was my peak. Yeah, that was his peak. You're creating memories. It's, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Another practical step, once again, just create a daily schedule to help you manage your time. And sorry to touch on that real quick. Like, it's all perspective too. Because we could have been spending those days in a cubicle at work. Yeah. Putting in the, those same hours. Yeah. And yes, it was gru- it was grueling at times and draining or whatever. But when you flip that perspective and you say, well, I could have been doing this. I could have been in an office working on finance work or that whatever. That you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I'd rather perform to a bunch of kids and just like have fun and yeah. play music, you know? It could so, be worse. Yeah. It could always be worse, man. Uh, create a daily schedule to help you manage your time. We've already talked about what the power list is. If you're a new listener, go type in Andy Frisella, the power list on YouTube or Google. Um, and give yourself a maximum time to complete a task. So when I'm doing like my, my to-do list or my power list or whatever it is, yeah. I'll tell like if it's two o'clock, I say, how long is this realistically going to yeah. take me if I plug in right now and get mm-hmm. it done? I'm like, okay, three 30, I'll be done with this. And you yeah. just, you put on headphones, you get it done. Um, another thing for doing the dirty work and doing it in a way that's really efficient and effective, really only do do this. Truly's make me burp. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like it's all good. almost more than regular beer. Not that we promote drinking or anything like that. We promote entrepreneurship. Uh, Only do what is important. Mm -hmm. Really sit down and identify, like, am I just working just to work, to stay busy? Or are you doing something that's really important? Like Ryan reads and meditates every day, not because he's like, cool, I'm staying busy, because it genuinely benefits him and helps his his mental game and his mind. Mm -hmm. So do things that are really, truly important. Lastly, um, set goals. Mm. So Ryan and I, we're still, you know, experimenting and trying to figure out like our great like goal setting mm-hmm. ways, you know, the way we set goals and stuff. We've done like monthly goals, quarterly goals. We've done stuff like that. We, we, but we try to at least set some sort of goal for something. Yeah. And I think that'll really help you maximize your time. And it'll give you like a, a real big, great attainable outcome to like strive for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in my opinion too, like even if um, you set goals and you kind of go in a different direction, Hey, at least you're still doing something. Yeah. And you're still like working. Yes. You know, um, it's good to like try to have a, a roadmap and a game plan. But if things go astray because life happens or whatever, yep. if things go in a different direction, um, like still still keep your ultimate goal, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, still keep your ultimate goal of like what you want to become. But if, if it takes a different path or you meet different people that take you a different way to get there, that's what's going to happen because we can't predict the future. Totally. But um it's good to have at least like a roadmap with goals, like you were saying, to at least try to try to uh, achieve. Yeah. But, you know. But the vision stays the same. Exactly, yeah. Inside the RV, rapid fire, funny lightning round, rapid questions that will have your coworkers shooting from the hip. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a website right now. We're going to do rapid fire questions right here. I'm going to just blast him out at Ryan. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever it is. And I want you Sir. to just hit me off the top. All okay, right? I'm ready. Ready? <gasps> Round one. By the way, I'm getting that soundboard. I texted Marky. He has my MIDI keyboard. Okay. So for it. everybody listening, I'm getting my soundboard. So next yeah. it's going to be like, inside the <laughs> RV. Rapid, rapid fire questions. Question. We'll put like reverb on it and shit. Yeah. I'm going to put like some Michael Scott samples on it. Michael Klump. Michael, Michael Klump. <laughs> yes. All right. Texting or talking? Uh, talking for sure. Hell yeah. Favorite day of the week? Monday. Go on. <laughs> I mean, I'm at the point now where I think we're all like this because of COVID and everything. We're just every every day just feels like the same day. Yeah. But I don't know. For some reason, Monday just gives me like an opportunity to be like, okay, it's a new week, a new refreshing. Yeah. Most people will be like Friday because it's the weekend, but yeah. I'm like Monday. Like it's, it's like it's cool to reboot on a Monday and just get back on track. Yeah. You know? 
okay, guys, I'm telling you, this guy works, man. <laughs> Favorite city. But I love it, though. It's not like I, you know. Mm-hmm. So it feels good. That's why, that's why I say Monday, because I, I love to get back in it, and I love to, you know, do what we do. This guy works. Yeah. This guy loves to work. That's epic. Uh, favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? Not Los Angeles. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Tempe. Yeah? <laughs> Tempe? Tempe, Arizona. For everybody that doesn't know, my brother lives in Arizona. And so, like, Ryan and I, and we've been out there a bunch of times just to, like, party our asses off. And, like, mm. like one time Ryan hit me up, and he was just like, let's go to Arizona this weekend. Let's just... Yeah. Let's just have let's just have a little a little bros getaway, you yeah. know. And we just went out there and partied. And Tempe's pretty sick. Either there or Lake Havasu, that's the city, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Yeah, like Lake Havasu's cool. Lake Havasu's cool. But I'll yeah, say, Tempe, I'll say Tempe though. Tempe, yeah, Tempe's pretty Surprise. sick. What's a nickname your parents used to call you? Rai Rai. Last song you downloaded? Like saved? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jacob Lattimore, too long. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? I'd rather talk to animals. Hell yeah. yeah. Favorite holiday? Um, Thanksgiving, because it's my birthday time. Nice. How long does it take you to get ready? Um, Like a cool 20, 30 minutes. Scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver are you? I'm a 10, bro. Fill in the blank. five-star Uber. Yeah, <laughs> my, sister okay. does, my sister doesn't think so. She thinks I'm crazy, but I'm just I'm assertive. You know, what I mean, like we, I'm trying to get there. He's a defensive driver. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is a legend. I agree. I agree. Yeah. At what age do you want to retire, bro? I'm not even thinking about that. To be honest, I'm I'm gonna go till the wheels fall off. I love that. Invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? <laughs> No, it's not. Hit me. What you got for me? I really liked all those. Those are fun. <laughs> I love these. Rapid fire. All right, here we go. Round two, baby. Yep. Scale of one to ten. How good are you at keeping secrets? Oh, ten. Okay. Yeah, I keep my I keep my lips shut, dude. Okay. Ariel or Jasmine? How do you know the names of my ex-girlfriends? <laughs> the hell? Uh, Ariel or Jasmine? Uh, Jasmine. She more my type. She's fine. <laughs> this car- this fictional cartoon character is fine. <laughs> this 8-bit <laughs> fictional. She's 8-bit. <laughs> hey, that 8-bit bad, though. All right. First All right. celebrity crush. First celebrity crush, uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. Dawn or Dusk? <sighs> What's the difference? Dawn is... Dawn is like morning. Oh, Dawn is sunrise. Is like- <sighs> yeah. Dusk. If you could try, yeah, because you don't like to wake up early. Fuck <laughs> no, dude. I'll wake up at dusk. All right. Um, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? I shall go back to the medieval times. <laughs> I am Sir Jacob Clarence, your knight in shining armor. Sir Kensington. Sir, Ke- I, uh, Sir Kensington, how are you? <laughs> yes. I'd go there and I'd be like, this wicked scum has come upon our castle. <laughs> and I'd have at thee. <laughs> I would love to go to a renaissance fair. I think that would be so sick. I would literally just walk around with my chest out. I would like braid my hair and stuff all along like Vikings do and stuff. I'd be yeah. like, nay, <laughs> there is an opponent in front of me. Okay, let's keep going. Like a metal, metal shear and shit. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s so I could we be in a hair metal that. band? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
All right. Do you snore? No. Place you most want to travel? Um, Alaska. It doesn't get dark there. What? It doesn't. There's no nighttime there. Only in only sometimes I think. Or no, that that's Antarctica. No, Alaska. Alaska. It doesn't get dark. I thought that was at only a certain point in the year. I thought it was all year, but I know I, know. I know for sure at some okay at some point in the year it's like that. But D- I thought D- it was all. DM year. us on Instagram and tell us. Yeah. Any Alaskans or Alaskans? Yo, where my where my Kodiak bears at? Yeah. <laughs> Favorite junk food. Rips. They are a sour candy that are phenomenal. Favorite childhood TV show. I used to watch The Nanny a lot with my I've dad. I've never heard of that. You've never seen The Nanny, the nanny with nanny. Fran Fine, the original MILF? Nah. I'll show you a picture. I'll, okay. show, I'll show you a clip one day. <laughs> I'll show you a clip. I'll show you a picture of her. I mean, I'll show you a clip. I'll show you a clip, show. yeah. All right, favorite season of that show? Of that show? I, that's what it says. Favorite season. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Favorite season of the year. It just oh, says, dude, fa- I was it just like, says well, favorite season, so I was like. I was like, bro, I was 11 when I watched that shit. Um, favorite season? Summer. Because I get to wear a muscle tee. Okay. Last Halloween costume. I dressed up two years in a row as a PE coach. I pulled up to that party with you and Khalil. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I need everyone to drop and give me 10. <laughs> I saw Khalil. I was like, we're doing burpees. I already know this answer. Cake or pie? I hate cake. <laughs> I don't like pie either. We actually pulled up to a performance at someone's house one time. Uh, one of Ryan's fans and it was her birthday and we like played a set and then her parents were like, do you guys want some cake? And Ryan and our friend Aaron, who we brought, they were like, sure. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. And then they walked away and I was like, Ryan. She I'm handed Jacob a cake and he was like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, thanks. And then I turned to Ryan. I went, I hate cake. <laughs> I just, I just hate frosting and it's just gross unless it's ice cream cake. Okay. okay. Do you ever post inspirational quotes on social media? Uh, very rarely, but yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, sir. this episode was a little different. It wasn't so much like lifestyle help tips, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But Ryan and I have been talking about making it a little bit more like, or at least having an episode geared towards like music artists mm-hmm. and talking about our come up more. You know, yeah. I'm glad we got to like talk about the school tour. So I hope you guys got some entertainment and some knowledge out of this. Hit us up on Instagram at Ryan Ramirez official at J-A-C-X-B more M-O-O-R-E. And uh, anyone who wants to email me any business inquiries or anything, Jacob at density M as in Matthew GMT.com. Hit us up people. Episode 16. And listen to double R part two when it comes out. Oh so my God. Say. Okay. Last thing I forgot. Ryan's got a single called just kiss. It's coming out November 13th. It's the lead single for his next project. That's coming out later in the month. That project is double R part two. Part one was released two months ago. No, it was like in June, I think. Oh, June. Oh, shoot. Anywho, we're following it up, and uh, it's going to be a banger, and Just Kiss is unbelievable. Hey, if you send either one of us a DM, and you say, hey, I listened to episode 16, send me Just Kiss, we will send you a sneak peek of the song on a private link, and you can bump it. Lit. Lit. Peace out. I'm in your eyes, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides, but your feelings inside, yeah.